You know, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, 11, that uh, we should not participate in the evil deeds of darkness, but instead rather expose them. And uh, I don't need to go into great detail here as to what the Chinese Communist Party has been up to over the decades. But, you know, for me, it's a non-start. I will not be watching the Olympics, and I'm encouraging others to not watch as well. And, you know, that gets to the question of boycotts and whether they work or not, uh, or, you know, those those kinds of things. And for me, it's just a conscience thing. I, I just, I'm just not going to go for it, personally. And so we want to talk about that today. And, I, you know, I want to put it out there. Do you think boycotts work? And, of course, that's a broad statement. Some do, some don't. Uh, and should we be boycotting the the Olympics? In other words, not watching it. Now, here's, here's why, in my view and others, why we shouldn't. China's committing genocide against the Uyghurs. They're oppressing Hong Kong. They've bulldozed churches. They persecute religious minorities. They crush free speech and human rights against their own citizens. We could add forced abortion to that, and not to mention unleashing what I consider a bioweapon, which was COVID-19 on the world. I mean, that's enough, in my view. Uh, and so, for me, in my house, we are not watching the Olympics. I know there's a lot of cool stuff on the Olympics, and I want to support our athletes but I don't want to support the Chinese Communist Party. My guest today is Brandy Swindell, and Brandy uh, runs an organization called Purple Sash Revolution and also Stanton Healthcare, and she is leading a boycott of the Olympics. Brandy, thanks for being on the show. Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me. So let's uh, bring our folks up to speed. I saw recently what you guys are doing. I have posted on social media the hashtag least watch Olympics, least watched Olympics. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on board with this. Uh, explain what's going on. Give us an update. The Olympics started last night. What are you guys doing to try to draw attention to, uh, to, to all that the Chinese are doing? Sure. Well, Mark, thank you so much for um, addressing this on your show. Thank you for personally being involved and refusing to watch the Olympics. Um, you know, it's I I love watching the Olympics like so yeah. many people do, right? Of course. I, mean, I I'm a snowboarder. I'm like ah, Yeah, well you live in Idaho, so, so I mean you like snow. I live in Idaho. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. The snow sports, the winter sports. Yeah. So this is gonna be probably the first Olympics I've never not watched it's since tough. I was you know, a little kid before I was watching the Olympics. Sure. Um, sure. and so I, I get it. Like it's 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 fun to participate. It's of fun course. to watch. But how on earth can we participate mm -hmm. in the Beijing Winter Olympics that are being hosted by the Chinese Communist Party when they are, like you said, brutalizing the Uyghur people, brutalizing minority groups, ethnic, ethnic groups, uh, religious groups, political dissidents, or 
anybody they want to persecute and oppress. They just do it if they feel like it. They brutalize their people. So how on earth in good conscience can we participate? And, you know, well, let me let me stop you there. Some people would say, well, just just watching TV isn't participating. Explain explain why that is, actually. Well, here's why it's important on a personal conviction level we should always stand in solidarity with the people that are being persecuted Agreed. number one Agreed. right so it's it's almost like fasting it's a sure. it's a time for us to have prayer and reflection and to use this time mm-hmm. to mourn with those who who are being persecuted right and, and in some small way we're sharing in their yes. their burden it, i guess it, yeah exactly mm-hmm. on another level look Boycotts do work. Yeah, people do sometimes. Do they work? Yeah, they sure. They, they do sure work. can. That's all right. Absolutely, they sure can work. And NBC is hosting these Olympics, uh, and it's a very profitable thing for them to do. The IOC, the International Organizing Committee, has a massive budget and uh, a, a, a lot of money that they have to oversee to make sure that all the games are successful and that they bring in money. The the countries and the cities that host the Olympics. I mean, I was at the 2002 Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City. We did some pro-life events out there. My mm-hmm. sister lives out there. I go to Salt Lake all the time. Yeah. That was a massive thing for their economy to bring in the Olympics. That was for years to come, not just when the Olympics happened, but years to come. We have to send a strong message as the American people and as a, a global freedom-loving people, people all around the world, we have to send a message. We are not going to participate in Olympics, and you're and you're going to lose money if you have countries like communist China hosting the Olympic Games. Right. And, and, and as so we all know, I think people, if you've been watching closely, hopefully, uh, President Biden and his administration uh, would not boycott the Olympics, which I wasn't surprised because he's he's kind of in cahoots with them, in my view. But I agree. he did say, you know, they're going to have a diplomatic boycott. Like, that really matters. You think the Chinese are really going to care about that? Uh, it, it was definitely right. just a face-saving move. But and, and so here we are. Now, let me ask you this question. You know, we do have we have our athletes over there. We want to support our athletes. How, how do you sure. navigate that? Because the athletes are kind of caught up in this whole political thing. You know, they, sure. they just want to, they want to do their thing and they should be able to without this kind of, uh, you know, black cloud over the Olympics. So how do you, sure. how do you respond to that? Great question. And I've, I've wrestled with this and, and thought about that. Uh, it, it, these athletes have worked a, a lifetime to sure. get where they are. Absolutely. You know? I mean, it, this is a matter of discipline. This is their vocation. It's their career. It's their passion. I mean, these, these are elite athletes that have spent their lives getting to the point where they can represent our country. But here's, here's the issue. There's two things. Number one, there can be no sports neutrality in mm. the face of genocide. Okay. When there it's is true. genocide happening in a country, we've, yes. we've crossed a line. Number two, did you hear Pelosi's comments yesterday, Mark? No. They were absolutely horrifying. Okay, what a so shocker. To, yeah. It, it, I <laughs> what, know. What did she say? something horrifying. Can yeah. You, here, can I tell you? Sure. That's, I pretty much don't like anything that comes as long out of Pelosi's clean. mouth. <laughs> she even crossed a line yesterday that I found horrifying. Number one. Okay, so she said, she said she warned the U.S. Olympic athletes basically to stay in line. 
Mm. and to not say wow. anything in China that could mm. cause a problem because she was worried for their safety. So we, we, um, basically okay. encouraging our athletes to be part of the cover-up because yes, this— to be, Yes, to be a part of it. So, yes, to be mm. a part of the cover-up and to mm. act like they're oppressed people in China. Since when do Americans ever have to do that? I mean, and, and, the, and along the second thing with that, if the third most powerful government official in America— Speaker Pelosi, third in line to run yeah. the country. Yeah. If she is nervous about our American athletes going over there and is telling them, be quiet and don't do anything that might tick off the Chinese Communist Party, maybe they shouldn't be over there competing. I mean, it's. And, I and agree. The other thing, why, why, I miss President thing, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I, miss, only, I miss him. And the only. The, I know, right? Moments like this. Could you imagine? President Trump ever. Well, I'd hope that he like would this. have uh, boycotted it. We don't know, but he certainly took a hard is. line against the, the, the Chinese on trade. I don't know if he took he a did. hard line on, on human rights as much as we would have liked, but he was well, night and day compared know, to our current president. Agreed. And we know his attitude would have been this, and this is what Pelosi should have been. This is what Biden should be. This is what any um, uh, a government official should be saying. Our American, we have the backs of our American athletes while they're over in China. And if anyone in the Chinese Communist Party even looks at them wrong, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. And our American athletes will, they are, they are, we have their back. It should never, ever, what kind of message does that send to the world? What does that send to our athletes? I mean, it's the whole thing is just a mess. Well, so, you, you know, know our, our, our government is thrown in with them. As you say, uh, sports well, generally in the United States yeah. is totally on board with their, because of Nike and all the rest, the NBA. Yeah. I mean, it was sickening to watch what uh, the uh, yeah. co-owner of the Golden State Warriors said yeah. about the Uyghurs. That, you know, he basically said he doesn't care. You know, it's like, this is just awful. Uh, it's incumbent on Christians to stand up and take a stand, to, to speak out on this and and, you know, I, I understand how people struggle. I do a little bit. Years ago when the NBA, you know, whole, the whole Black Lives Matter thing was happening, I was like, I'm done with the NBA. When the kneeling during the Pledge of Allegiance was happening in the NFL, I said, yeah, I'm done. Uh, you know, it's not a whole lot to ask, but, hey, you know, I like watching sports. It's fun. A lot of people, I think, just feel powerless to change government generally, especially nowadays, to change the behavior of big corporations. And they just kind of throw up their arms and say, you know, what can I do? Well, if everybody did that, of course, they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. In my view, I think it's a matter of conscience. It's really a matter of conscience between us and the Lord. Do we really want to stand with the communist Chinese? Or with those minorities, with the Uyghurs, with those who are standing for free speech and human rights across the world. That, to me, is the, really the issue. And so my guest today is Brandy Swindell. She is the president of Stanton Healthcare and is leading a boycott against the uh, Olympics. And the hashtag is least watched Olympics. So, Brandy, let me ask you this. Where are the women's rights groups when it comes to... <laughs> The uh, yeah. Beijing Olympics. Exactly, uh, Mark. Where are all these women's rights groups that are always 
out fighting for, uh, you know, access to abortion on yeah. demand. Yeah, because it's still they a, still have forced abortion in China. They've they've kind of uh, yes. they've moderated that over the last several years. It used to be one child policy. Now it's two. You know, they've just realized the demographic problem they have. Right. But they're, they're still forcing abortion themselves. in the country. Yeah. Yeah, they realized, oh, we won't have a country if we keep avoiding all of our offspring. Yeah, <laughs> so they, they, right. they makes have sense. Modified it. It's not out of goodwill. <laughs> it's no, of, it's oh, we want to we want to be a global dominating superpower. power. We better stop aborting our children, right? But they are the groups they want to get rid of. This is where it's genocide. They want to mm-hmm. get rid of the Uyghurs yeah. and other other groups, and so they are forcibly um, performing abortions on Uyghur women, sterilizations, track, tracking their cycles. Um, and Mark, just imagine being. A, a Uyghur woman who you have your six-year-old child ripped away from you and they're sent to a re-education boarding school and your husband's been ripped away from you and he's at a re-education labor camp and then you are uh, pregnant, six months pregnant, and you're forced to undergo uh, an abortion. I mean, can, I mean, let's just, whoa, you know, for a minute, take take that in. You know, you, you stop for a minute, man, that. That's a big that, deal. Yeah, I mean, bring tears to your eyes, you know. So when you when we ask ourselves, does it matter? Well, it matters to that Uyghur woman. It matters to that Uyghur father. It matters matters, excuse me, to that Uyghur child, because word will get to them that there is a movement, because there mm-hmm. is a growing global movement to boycott watching the Olympics. And yeah, that, that matters. And so, but but to your question, why are all these women's groups silent on this issue? Are why there are any groups that are standing up and and Voicing Hardly their view? any. You yeah. don't hear. You don't hear. Uh, Nayral now, Planned Parenthood, yeah. um, any of these typical groups that are out mm-hmm. there saying a word, they're not touching it. And um, it, it's just, you know, they're supposed to be about global women's rights. What, what about, about Christian the, denominations and Christian groups and Christian I, leaders? It's it's well, you know, Mark, you and I have been in the movement <laughs> for a while. The silence is and, deafening. Uh, it's yes, the silence is deafening. Unfortunately, there there are there are some really good pastors, really mm-hmm. good churches Speaking getting involved, out. but but there should be more. We shouldn't, yeah. you know, pastors should be teaching in the pulpit yeah. the truth about. So some let, of let me ask stuff. you this: We only so got a minute left. Afraid. I know there's some protests sure. happening in yes. uh, New York City. Uh, I think you've been part of those. Yes. If, if you would, within the yep. last minute here, give yep. us an update so, on we, what's going on and what people can do. Sure. I encourage people to go to um, Purple Sash Revolution, um, our Facebook page or our website. We've done several events in front of the Chinese embassy in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did that last week. We had a yeah. group out in um, New York City yesterday. Uh, we've So we've been we've been leading demonstrations at the Chinese embassy, um, the NBC headquarters, the Olympic headquarters in Colorado. Uh, so we we are doing everything we can to create awareness. And you know who's showing up to these events? It's the Uyghur activists here in the States who have family members in China. Mm. It's the persecuted um, uh, family members, uh, the family members of the persecuted in China. It's the Hong Konger activists. (laughs) Mark, they're the ones that understand what's going on and that if we're silent, the atrocities are just going to continue. And so we're, we're, we're part of this, you know, growing movement, hashtag least watch Olympics, Olympics. Um, I've done it. Our congressman here from Idaho, Mercedes Schlaff. Uh, former White House communications director, yourself, many others. You know, All right. Well, we're going to have to leave share, it there. Boycott and, sh- and share on social media. Spread the word. Thanks, well, I appreciate Mark. it, Jan- Brandy. Brandy Swindell's been my guest. 
You can go to their website at purplesashrevolution.com and please use the hashtag least watched Olympics. That is, if you're going to be refusing to watch them this year, I hope that you will consider that. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.